0: You're listening to Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast, hosted by Broniger McDaniel and brought to you by 5050 Global Music, Sony Music, and The Orchard Publishing, and powered by Art19 Bertelsmann Group. Now, live from Nashville, here is your host, Bronny. Welcome everybody. This is Bronny,
1: the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast Show, and we have a lot of great things that we're going to be talking about this afternoon or tonight, maybe wherever you guys are, maybe morning, don't know. But anyway, what a great time it is and happy Thanksgiving week to you all. It's such a great time of the year and we always have something that we can be thankful for, correct? My co-host, Tony McDaniel?
0: Uh, yes, yes, we can always be thankful for something. That's right. And, uh, well, it's going to be a great, uh, Thanksgiving week, uh, families all around the world are getting together, especially here in the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ronnie, uh, music is such a big part of everyone's, uh, you know, living, you Mm -hmm. know, they like to listen to something. Uh, what kind of music do you, I know you, you're jazz and I know that's your genre, but.
1: Well, I like jazz. I do blues. I do country. I do. I love gospel. That's my roots. I love that little R and B feel. I love easy listening song. Pretty versatile when it comes to that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Well, I was going to say too. Um, tonight's guest uh, is one that uh, you're pretty familiar with. You know him. You've met him before. Great friend of mine, Tim great McDonald. Of yours. His name Tim McDonald. a uh, Great pianist and uh, and also a
1: artist singer.
0: Artist singer and uh, writer.
1: I mean, he's amazing, phenomenal.
0: Yeah. And uh, can't wait to him share his story. Uh, he's worked with a lot of and great musicians. We'll have him on very soon. Um, But, uh, you know, get back to Thanksgiving. Um, So what one thing are you thankful for this year?
1: I'm thankful that I have life, that God has given me life, and uh, that I get to see another day. I'm so thankful for so many things. I'm so thankful, even though we have some family, we all have family there, that some we're... Get to see and close them. Some may you not get to see, but you know what? You're thankful no matter what. There's yeah. always something to be grateful for. I'm thankful, I'm just,
0: you know, I, for a house. You I'm know, I'm thankful that you know we we're able to uh, wake up every day and. and That's uh, right. And uh, thank God for this day, but. Thankful you
1: know, for for many friends, people, new friends this year. I've even met just uh, great, great friends.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, you know, on the music front, you'll be at. Uh, Burger and Company this Saturday. Six to eight. Six to eight. That's in Old Hickory, Tennessee.
1: Yes.
0: So if you're in the area this weekend, please come on by and eat some great burgers. They're awesome. And uh, the live music obviously will be great. That's right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And I think you got another show coming up uh, the following week. Uh, yes,
1: at Local Just Cafe in Mount Juliet, Joe Pericone yeah, and, and his ju- son Joseph. Yeah. They are amazing, amazing, amazing people. Great food there, awesome food. Great staff. Can't say enough good about them too. We'll be mm-hmm. there, I think, from like uh, December second, five thirty to seven ish, something like that.
0: Well, getting back to Thanksgiving, what is your favorite favorite part of Thanksgiving? You know, we'll start with the food. What, what besides the turkey we all know that a lot of people use turkey what, what's your favorite food? well
1: i love pecan pie i just love pecan pie
0: pecan pie or pecan
1: i say pecan
0: pecan um i think mine is i like the dressing dressing is my favorite
1: oh i love dressing too yeah, yeah, i love just, it
0: but i'll surely eat everything else too <laughs> uh-huh, i bet you will <laughs> oh my lord I know uh, growing up when I was a kid, uh, you know, being around family, um, we got to experience both my mom and dad's side at times, and it was was a lot of fun Uh, just sitting around. And, you know, most traditional people, you know, they'll watch the ball games, like the football games that come on and stuff. You know, you got anything special you're going to want to do that day? I know that we're going to visit with family.
1: You know, not really. I just want to be able to Feel the love and spread the love. That's my main thing, you yeah. know. I don't really have anything in particular.
0: That sounds like one of your songs, Feel the Love in the Air. It is. How's that song go?
1: Feel, let me see. Feel the love in the air. Never doubt it's not there. Think of all. People caring for you.
0: Especially when you play it, there, there's another one that's a lot like that song that you have. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, huh? What is it? Uh,
1: well, what's it talking about that might help us? Well, both? there's
0: a song that you wrote. It's called. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Oh, no, I knew we were going. I knew it was gonna you. Just got a it, moment but, there, don't But it? no, it's called uh, "Heading Down."
1: Oh, yeah. Heading down this two-lane road Looking for a new place to go See the birds and the clouds and the trees Whispering something to me See right here As I pass through this little town of mine Can't seem to get you on Didn't want it to end, but I'm thinking of something like this, baby, and that's a, what a little bit. That one's about men in oh, yeah. a broken men heart. Men a broken heart.
0: Yeah, that's it's right. It's a great, great, great song. Uh, what's one of your? I know one of your favorites. It's on your Christmas uh, album that you did. And it's out right now on Spotify and uh, in uh, iTunes. Uh, well, you know, Ch- chestnuts. You, we, we all heard your song there, but uh, please come home for Christmas. That's one of the ones you like to play. Play that one real quick. Just a little bit of it. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Please come home for Christmas.
0: me to just make sure everybody knows that your song uh your Christmas that you did with uh chris, chris Schaffner, Schaffner. uh has five songs on it or four yeah five songs on it go look it up it's uh oh it's Christmas on spotify and apple music uh you enjoy them there' there there's some of those classic songs and one of them's oh it's Christmas and how how's that one go again
1: the one that I wrote yeah. um Let me think just a second. Uh, Guess what? What? Well, it's Christmas, Christmas time. I was talking about. That's the one I wrote. This funny song. Yeah, I was talking about. Get it together. Oh, yeah. I won't hesitate. I won't question why you're late. That's a little bit of it right
0: there. You just have to
1: go get it, download it, get it.
0: So, and you know, that's friday's black friday and uh, and you
1: guys are always welcome hey you want to send me some kind of love offering i I just definitely accept <laughs> it too i I can give you All the right. venmo we'll put that venmo well, link on I mean, here
0: Your website's brauniger don't ever Broniger. feel obligated to
1: but it, much love is appreciated i also have my website of merchandise now yeah, a lot of good stuff out. going on with that
0: but um you know uh it's going to be an exciting week for us so uh with just the holidays coming but uh I guess we'll, we'll go on this note. We'll play one of your Christmas songs uh, real quick. Yeah, that's on the, on the uh, thing it, it, on Spotify. Uh, we'll do uh, Please Come Home for Christmas. We'll play that. And then when we come back, we'll have our guest, Tim McDonald, on the show. You are listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Podcast Show. Thanks, and, guys, so much. And here we'll be right back after this song.
1: Bells will be ringing Glad, glad noon Oh, what a Christmas To have the blue My baby is gone, My baby's gone. I have no friends To wish me
2: greetings
1: Oh Once again Whilst we'll be singing For a silent, silent night Those Christmas carols by candlelight Please come home for Christmas Please come home Please come home for Christmas if not for Christmas, by New Year's night. Friends and relations send salutation. Just as sure as the stars shine above. Yes, they do. This is Christmas. Christmas, my dear, the time of year to be with the one that you love. The watch tell me you never go wrong. Christmas and New Year's is gonna year. find you at home. There'll be no more sorrow No grief or pain Cause I'll be happy That is Christmas once again Yeah Ooh, yeah Ooh, yeah, baby I'm home for christmas
0: and you're listening to Bronny, the authentic jazz artist podcast now here's your host Bronny.
1: hello hello everyone this is Bronny, the authentic jazz artist podcast show welcome Wherever you may be, it may be morning or evening or nighttime. Really not sure since it's all over the world. <laughs> and we're so excited tonight. And Once again, that first guy you heard was Tony McDaniel, my hello, co-host. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, and so happy tonight. I got one of my great friends that we're going to be talking to tonight, and Mr. Tim McDonald. We want to say hello to him right now, Tim.
0: Hello, Tim. Hey,
1: everybody. What's up?
0: What's going on, hey, Tim? I love
3: that song that was the song that you played on your intro called straight no chaser written by Thelonious Monk yeah and I think recorded by Miles Davis is that correct
0: that is correct you're yeah. on spot I love that
3: stuff man I, I, I forgot I was on like your jazz uh program
0: right uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: so this is pretty cool because that's what I call the dark side you know
0: <laughs> yeah. I know we were telling everybody Tim about how great of a pianist you are phenomenal well, yeah. I appreciate that. And an artist oh, and a good. singer. You know, you're,
3: you're a great piano player too. I've I've been checking a bunch of your your new stuff out that you have on uh, on Facebook and stuff that you just played down in Franklin. I think
1: I did. Me and some of the guys. Yeah. I can't so wait I for you and I to get together and, get and jam. Yeah. We're gonna. Be me great. and you. We've got to. We got to get something going one day and maybe write something and actually sing a song and get it cut out there. You know. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm all about that. Yeah, me too. So, uh, yeah.
0: So you've been recording songs. You've been out playing yeah, around. Yeah, man.
1: So
3: I just went over a hundred songs on iTunes, which I think is pretty cool.
0: Wow. You know,
3: I've, I've always been writing stuff. In fact, my first two records were, uh first three records were jazz. That's awesome. Jazz trio records, kind of like in the vein of Bill Evans and Keith Jarrett, that kind of older style. I, I didn't sing on them. Yeah. Uh, and then when I moved to town, I did my fourth jazz record with Chester Thompson and Roy Vote and I did sing because uh, you know I have a version of "Walking in Memphis"
0: yes, that's on there. Yes. But
3: I like to write jazz, and uh, you know I, I don't sing a whole lot of jazz, but I, I do every now and then. I do a co-write where I'll write some lyrics to some stuff because the piano is so much. You know, the piano is so much fun to, to write jazz. It's
0: it's, it's kind you of know? like it, it, you can really do a, not just jazz, but you can really fill a song with that piano. I mean, in the keyboard. You can.
3: You know, and you can use all these pretty chords because it's all kind of like theory laid out in front of you. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. If talking
3: about that. Black keys and stuff.
1: Talking about that, Tim, how old were you when you started playing music and realized that you could play and sing and all that stuff?
3: Well, you know, I was, uh, my mom was, uh, I'll start with my dad. My dad was a pastor. My mom sang in church. And so she had me and my brother starting really early. I was three when I started playing. Doesn't mean I was any good, but. Uh I started real young so we could back up mom and my brother always backed up mom in church. Can you you believe
0: it? That that is awesome.
3: Yeah. And I was always the other kid that could play piano. Right. I bet you
0: you I bet you were like up there three years old, had your sunglasses on back here in the back playing that piano, didn't you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't tell nobody, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I, I I did.
1: That's
0: awesome.
3: Yeah, so you know, it was more and I I didn't like to be in front of people. You know, in fact, I think one of the first times I got up to sing, I actually started crying. <laughs> you know, cuz I'm like, I do not want to be up here, you know, and and after a while, I just you know, once I started figuring it out, then it was like, oh, okay, I can do this, you know, and, and this is fun. Uh, you know, it, it, because I was classically trained. That's right? awesome. So I couldn't really make up stuff. I, I was I was composing But this was before I knew how to, you know, write it on paper and stuff. And and when I joined the Army as a musician, then I learned how to do all of that stuff, how to play by ear and literally, you know, writing stuff out on paper that I was composing. You Mm. know, and I would memorize that. And after I did that several times with different styles of of mainly jazz, we did a little bit of, uh, you know, pop music and stuff, but mainly the different jazz uh, idioms like Nova, you know, down in Brazil, and, and we had Salsa, which is Afro-Cuban music. And then we had, uh, you know, uh, some merengue. You had Roomba.
0: Right. We did
3: a ballad, and we did some swing, you wow. know. And so I, I I, looked at a piece of paper, saw these notes with chords, you know, with a chord written above it. And I was like, man, I, I really don't know what to do with that, right. <laughs> you yeah. know. So I had to write everything out, and that's how I got started uh, composing. You know, and you and you did did that once I did that stuff. It became easy, you know, and then I didn't have to write it out anymore.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
3: You know, but it took a lot of work to get to that point.
1: Yes, it is about yeah. work. Yeah, well, I understand
0: that you also teach people how to play piano. Now you're like your teacher as well.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I don't do a, a ton of teaching now. I've got a couple of students. I teach uh, Uncle Cracker's keyboard player.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who's
3: a really cool Canadian girl, and she she's really good. And, and uh, I teach a few students here and there. I taught in the Army. I did teach for the uh, military, Army, Navy, Marine Corps at the Military School of Virginia Beach. So,
2: wow.
3: you know, I, I, I didn't plan on being a teacher. That just gig kind of fell in my lap. Yeah, and, but that I happens
0: sometimes, though, teaching, doesn't it? You know say that again i said that happens sometimes doesn't it? things just fall yeah it does
3: well you know they say if you want to hear god laugh tell him your plans <laughs> <laughs> you know so i just uh that was a really cool gig i did it for three years it was a it was a high pressure gig you know because i have to send my pianos players off to these army bands and navy and marine corps bands and, and you don't want to get called back from their commander saying what did you send us you know you just can't can't play you know and so i i felt like i got a really good you know a really good because we didn't have any anything to really go by you know it was kind of like you teach and make sure they know how to play and so i had to come up with this curriculum you know off the top of my head and just start teaching these uh piano players and most of them knew kind of how to play you know most of them could do scales and chords but a lot of them were classically trained so i had to teach them how to the same thing that i had to go through you know write everything out improvise and all that stuff and So I really do like to, uh, to teach, and I because I, you know, I've never, never been the smartest student in school, you know? And so I learned ways to teach people that they could, that anybody could understand. Well, you know what they say, you know what they say,
0: Tim, you, you always learn more when you're teaching somebody else.
3: (laughs) Well, that's true. You know, and I always learn from my students. I'd have some students, I mean, every student I'd learn something, you know, because they had something that I probably hadn't learned, you know? Yeah. Right. some students came in and, and they were smoking, you know, they had master's degree from college and they were probably, you know, more educated than I, of course, they, you know, I could play <laughs> better than them, but that doesn't mean anything, but, you know, I would learn from them, but we had fun, you know, almost going on an adventure together. So each, each student has had their, has their own level,
2: you right, know, right.
3: and yeah. you try to teach to each student because you obviously don't want to teach over their head, but you also want to push them. Yeah. So you want to you want you want to make them interested because the difference between we had probably when we all grew up, you know, the difference that we had is we didn't have as many distractions.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got that right. Talk about it. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a second. Let me look at my phone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, so, Tim, I want to ask you. If we would have had all those learning things like YouTube, you know, we would probably be 10 times better than we are now.
1: Right. Uh, right. Because
3: they have all that. But they'd also had the, the uh, you know, the distractions of, you know, video games and like you said, your cell phone or, yeah you know, TV and, and all the channels and all the things that, you know, that we didn't have uh, growing up. And so, you know, you went to the piano and that was your entertainment. That was your Facebook. That was your right. uh, YouTube. You know, that was everything. That was your TV, everything. And so after a while, you just started, you know, getting good at it because you do right. doing so much.
0: Well, you know, that's the old cliche that you always hear about when we were growing up. Uh, Mom opened the door and said, go play for a while and come back at about dinner time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go entertain yeah, yourself, you know. You know, and, and, uh, and,
3: and I had, you know, I didn't have a choice, you know, uh, because my parents made me practice every day. And if I if I miss practice for, you know, for vacation, I had to come back and make all that time up. You know, so it was very a strict regime. They always provided great teachers for me. You know, most of them were local, but they were they had a German uh, classical teacher it was probably way too strict. But, you know, I learned from it. You know, and then I had another teacher that taught me, to, you know, as if I was playing at you know, at the Opryland Hotel or some right. chariots of fire and, and songs like that, you know, songs that everybody knows. Because right. not everybody knows classical music, you know, just like jazz. Nobody knows that probably ninety uh, percent of your audience may not know that you know the first tune you played, the name of it, and, you know who wrote it, and who played on it. But it's like, hey, that's cool. What is that? You know, and then you start discovering all this other music, and and you know, and then you're like, once you learn the other music, like, well, hey man, let me try to write that. You know, <laughs> let me try to write something that that complements it, doesn't copy it. you Right, know? right, yeah, yeah. Doesn't plagiarize, but it, it's it's uh, you know. I it's complementing that song, you know, yes. and, and it's yeah. something that, that but, kind of maybe have the same, the same chord progression that has a different melody, you mm-hmm. know, because that's a blues tune. Uh, Straight No Chaser is just a uh, an F major blues tune, and and you can play. There's there's so many tunes because the blues was kind of the beginning of jazz, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And and there's well, so let me ask you this: talking
1: about that, uh, Tim, who are some of the yeah these artists that you have played with name, name a few of them so people can know who you are too. okay
3: so so in the jazz since i don't get to talk about that a lot you know mm-hmm. i started i played in the woody uh uh the big band um gosh i'm trying to think of the name now i right. played with the virginia symphony i started out with them and then there was a big uh, big time big band and I keep thinking of Woody Shaw the trumpet player but it wasn't it was it was a woody he was a trumpet player uh, but he wasn't Woody Shaw and and I, and I played in his big band I recorded with uh, and played with
1: was it Woody uh, Packer no. <laughs> What's that <laughs> was it Woody Packer
3: Oh <laughs> no no, no. I have to look I'm up I have to look it up I'm, I'm just kidding <laughs> I did a session earlier so my brain's a little bit uh, as I call fried.
1: Now, you what know, about some of these country artists who you play for?
3: Yeah, so I started out with Mark Chestnut, uh, the Woody Herman big band. That, that was a big band I played in. Uh, but I started out with Mark Chestnut when I moved to town, you know, and I did about two and a half years with him. And then uh, Blake Shelton called and I did about six months with Blake Shelton. Um, it's awesome. Because I was on the road and I really wouldn't, I really didn't want to spend on the road that long. And then I moved out to Austin, and I played with a guy named Corey Morrow, who's a big Texas artist. And then I moved back to town, and I went out with Olivia Newton-John and did a world tour with her. Uh, We did New York. We did uh, Australia with a symphonic tour. We did three nights at the Sydney Opera House, which was really cool.
1: Wow, you've got... You're amazing. That's awesome.
3: It was a lot of fun. And then we did... you know, And I was just filling in for the the guy that was on tour with Michael McDonald uh, doing a uh, resurgence tour and uh then she asked me to you know keep going out which was cool and so we did asia we did uh, nine gigs in eight countries in asia and then i moved back uh and that was the end of my tenure with her filling in and then uh hank jr called and uh and so i went out with him for a bit you know and just filled in for joey his piano player yeah he was having a surgery at the time and you know, those gigs like that, you just fill in, you know, and unless they, they say this person's coming off the road, you know, it, it's your turn. Uh, you just kind of fill in. And then I, after that, I went out with Pam Tillis. I did Pam so- Tillis for about two, two years. And now I'm out uh, touring with a rock legend named Rick Geringer, who had the f- song back in 1954 called Hang On, Snoopy.
1: Oh, wow. That you know, one, Hang On, hit. Hang On, Snoopy. That one?
3: Yeah, that one. Hey, you Sloopy, Sloopy, hang on. That's yeah, that's a song. It's cute song, yeah. And he also Lord. had Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, and he was more of a producer, so he produced and, uh, you know, he recorded with bands, and we got to tour with with the band, uh, Steely Dan, you know, and, and so he he produced them, and he produced the uh, Winter Brothers, Johnny and Edgar Winter. Uh, In fact, right before the pandemic hit, we were supposed to go out with Edgar. Johnny's passed away, but Edgar play, is a keyboard player and a saxophone player that actually recorded with Tina Turner, and, and he has a song called Frankenstein that they had written, and so we were supposed to tour with him, but that got cut short, you know. And uh my so lord, I, Tim,
0: we need to get you a so podcast show.
3: <laughs>
1: Come
0: over here and join us, boy. Hey,
3: I'm on one. I'm, I'm on one. You know?
1: I know,
0: right?
3: Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm having having no, fun talking to no, you guys. I don't. He, I don't know if I could. You know,
0: want to put that work on myself? Or not. Oh my <laughs> you, you do well.
1: <laughs> it's great stuff, though. But yeah, and we're so happy that. T- well, before we get uh, done, let's. I want to hear about your latest songs and your your album that you have out. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where they can find yeah, sure.
3: it? sure. So, uh, my my latest record is called Ten. It's my tenth studio record, and it's basically country songs. I've got a funk song on there called Hot Chicken. Uh, and I've got some other styles, but I just wanted to call it 10 because it's my 10th record, you know?
1: That's and awesome. So I took
3: 13 songs on 10, and, and uh, since Christmas music's taken over right now, I'm going to wait till the first of the year, and I'm going to release a song called One Hell of a Story. And so I wrote uh, almost all the songs, but usually I like to put a cover on each album so people will right. you know, recognize the song. So I put two uh, country versions that I came up with. Uh, I guess you'd call them Arrangements, uh, one song is called "Summer of '69," right? I oh, love us. that song. I can
1: tell you that's nice, right there already.
3: Yeah, and it's country. It's, it's cornbread, you know, string bean, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I did another song because I was thinking, man, you know, everything was going crazy. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've always been a, bug, a big Bobby McFerrin fan, so I, I did a country version of "Don't Worry, Be Happy." That's on the new record. Oh, that's oh, great! Be cool. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And Just... I whistle and everything.
1: Well, you need to get me one and autograph it, okay?
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. So Go what's on? All... How about that? You can you can give me an autograph record. I'll give you one. You know? That's but right. I'm really proud of it. I had a bunch of different musicians on it. I, I've, I've been uh, recording with Luke Bryan's band because they are all studio guys, and so. Uh, James Cook, who's the bass player and engineer, does an awesome job. Uh, he lives over there. On, well, please on tell them I said Denver. hello.
1: <laughs> what's that? Please tell Luke and Blake Shelton and some of them that I said hello. <laughs> yeah, of
3: course I will. You know, they're really nice guys, yes. and I love to use their bands because we all toured together, and and they're all seasoned musicians. You know, they they played what's you know this this pop music on the radio. But when you record with them, we record some really deep stuff, you know, and so they're really deep intellectual musicians that uh, James is from Louisiana, you know, and so he can play all that funk and and, uh, quasi jazz, you know, stuff. Uh, And so it's really cool recording with these guys because they're real monsters on their instruments. And and we just go in there and we have a fun time, you know, I'll, I'll cut maybe four songs and we'll just go in there and. And James will make some, you know, make some food for us. He'll make some uh, some of that Louisiana stew, you know. Yeah, gumbo. And he'll make, you know, uh, all that stuff.
0: What and song so do you do do. want us to play for you right now? What song yeah, do why you don't want you go ahead hear? and
3: play the new single? which It'll be out in January, but it, but people would like to hear it. It's called One Hell of a Story.
0: All right, One and, Hell of a Story. We uh,
3: actually have a music video to that, too. Wow. All right.
0: Well, we're going to play that song. And when we come back, we'll let uh, Tim talk a little bit more about what, how he came up with it. You're listening to Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast, and we'll be right back after this song.
2: Should have never gone down in this little town. Young kids gonna kick it with all their friends I drove to your house, you got in rocking that Holy Jean lipstick tank top grin You thought we were set up in the middle of nowhere Man, that was awkward with no one else out there Then you hit me with your lips I was Jack and you were Diane Felt like a Luke, hand in hand I was Johnny and you were June Like a summer night that's gone too soon It wasn't perfect, but damn sure we tried No way we were gonna let it die We went down in a blaze of glory With one hell of a story What a crazy but best of times most of that hell of a summer time Your mama told me It's gonna get tough But there just ain't nothing broken of you And I can't fix Man, I won't forget that kiss I was Jack and you were Diane Felt like old Luke, hand in hand I was Johnny and you were June Like a summer night that's gone too soon It wasn't perfect But damn sure we tried No way we were gonna let it die We went down In a blaze of glory With one hell of a story I was Jack And you were Diane Felt like Cole Luke was Johnny, and you were June, like a summer night that's gone too soon. It wasn't perfect, but actually we tried, knowing we were gonna let it die.
0: And that was one hell of a story by Tim McDonald, and you're listening to Bronny, the Authentic Jazz Podcast. All right, Bronny, Tim, that was a great song. Tell us a little bit about yes. it. Yes.
3: Well, man, I, I wrote that with a friend. Uh, Scott Barrier came over. Uh, I hooked up with him through a songwriter, Kirsty Manna, who wrote "Austin" for Blake Shelton. And so uh, she always sends some of the writers I want to write with her, you know. And so I'm kind of like this. Yeah. the study guy you know and so we just came up with this man i i think i had this in my phone and uh he's a great lyricist and great melody guy and so we just kind of wrote this together and and uh just basically about it you know young couple you know they can be in their teens because it, it's talking about it's basically their first date you know and so that, so they're pretty much you know, high school age
0: yeah
3: and then they grow old together you know and it just goes to tell about their mom's advice and stuff and and so we just thought we wanted to write a A song about, you know, how a couple like, you know, you guys have been together for a while. And so you look at each other one day and you're like, man, you know, it's been one hell of a story. You know, you kind of look back on your whole
1: relationship
3: because, you know, you stick together through thick and thin. And when you say your vows, you know, sicker or poor, you know, tell death to you apart. And and so that's kind of what the story was about.
1: Well, Tim, that sounds like one hell of a great story.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I, like that. I, I see what you did there. I know. That's good. Uh,
0: well, you better get prepared because people are probably going to be talking about it a lot. <laughs> I
1: want to say one one time, guys and gals out there that are listening, make sure you share this with your friends, and so their friends can share it with their friends, and it, the list goes on. But you guys, make sure you go download Tim McDonald's music because he is one great artist. He's the
0: real deal, guys. That's right. And uh, well, I you know. That. Speaking of, you know, the genres of music, you have a bluegrass. Uh, tell us about your bluegrass. Uh, is it an album, uh, songs, or?
3: Yeah, it's an album, man. It's um, just real quick. Uh, it's my pandemic record. You know, we had so much time off. I'm sure you all had a lot of time off. Yeah. Everybody did. So I, I've been working and writing with uh, Byron Berline, and and he discovered Ben Skill, and he found me in the Army uh, when I was in my young, you know, early 20s and so we i'd
0: recorded on five of his records well you're just he, 25 man
3: <laughs> i know i'm just 25 and, and and you know he toured with bill monroe and all these guys and so i was like man i said i want to do this bluegrass record and uh because i always recorded and i and i never got paid for a session but every time you know i asked him to play because he's played on a bunch of my songs too he never charged me so we, Finally uh, learned how to co-write with them, you know, and, and I would send him a half written song and he would record the rest and we called it a co-write, you know? <laughs> so I took this story, which is called Highland County and Highland County, Virginia, which I just found on a, a, a crazy, uh, I've been studying the life of Stringbean and Grandpa Jones. Uh, and, and if you don't know the story of Stringbean, look them up. But they, the, the day that Stringbean and his wife got murdered after he played the Grand Ole Opry, which is November 20th, uh, 10th, November 10, uh, 1973, because my birthday was on the 12th of November. And so I just, you know, had a little buzz, had a couple beers and I'm looking up string bean and uh, they were supposed to go hunting in Highland County. And I'd already recorded this record and I wrote this record because they call it Little Switzerland of the East Coast. Uh, I'd go hunting up there, deer and, and squirrel and pheasant and everything else uh, hunting up there. And it's very filled with civil war history and, and just very historical. And they call it the little Switzerland cause it's the highest point on the East coast, it's right on the border of Virginia and West Virginia. And so I came up with a story that I wrote uh, cause I write songs when I'm, I'm on my zero term because I don't listen to music. It takes me about three hours to mow my yard. And uh, I just start thinking. And so I wrote this song about this miner that buys a thousand acres, you know, to, to provide for his wife and, and young son. And there's a man named John Henry Butler that, Uh, you know, comes and wants to buy the land, but the the dad doesn't want to sell. So the uh, the man, John Henry Butler, kills the dad in front of the son and uh, tears down the house and moves the mom and the son down the hill. And the mother looks, you know, tells the mom that he's going to get revenge. And he does. He gets revenge in the town square and puts two between his eyes. And this is uh, 1872. So this is post-Civil War. And uh, that's the time frame. And so then the son uh, goes on, you know, he he's runs off because he do not want to get caught by the law. And he sends a letter with no return address called Highland County. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Skill's singing harmonies with me on that song, which awesome. is really cool. And, uh, you know, because I got him through Byron. And, uh, and then to, so half the story is bluegrass musical and half the story is, is written. Uh, and then he escapes from law. Law catches up to him, puts him in front of the judge. Judge, you know, sentence him to ha- die by hanging. And uh, uh, so then the governor uh, pardons him and gives the mom back the land. But is it too late? So you have to listen to the last song called The Fields to know what the end of the story but Byron Berline played fiddle on it, and he passed away right when we finished that record. Wow! He had a couple of strokes, and it took him. And uh, so Vince and I went out there to Oklahoma Guthrie, where he's from, and we played a celebration of life. There was several thousand people there because he wow. he recorded with the Birds and the Beatles and Bob Dylan. So anyway, I had Ricky Skaggs band on it too, Byron House and Cody Kilby, and. Jonathan Hunt, Nikki V. Hines, and and so anyway, uh, you know, just, uh, I had a lot of fun doing this record, and I think y'all enjoy it, because it's piano. Well, it already sounds like I should already have it in
0: my, I feel like I'm listening to a movie here. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah. so I went out, and we recorded, we, well, we could play, Byron had a festival every year out in Guthrie, uh, called the Oklahoma International Bluegrass Festival, this is the 24th year, of course, they had to skip last year, Um, and so with his band, because he has his band still plays called Byron uh Berline and legacy grass and so they we did the whole album twice from front to finish uh for all the folks and and it was really great i didn't know how it's going to go over you know um but it went over really great i sold about 100 uh, albums in about 15 minutes which was really cool uh you know and and so just had a great time man and and so i just i'm i've always been in love with bluegrass music uh, any genre that's good you know any good music but i really love to write it and and i think y'all that y'all would like to hear that you know oh, yeah I can't well wait. i can't
1: wait for you to come over and hang out with us and we'll yeah some-
3: yeah we can talk all about this but you wanted to hear a story. Yeah. And I can tell you a story. Um, you know how Blake Shelton is always a, a jokester, you know, a prankster.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh
3: well, I've always pranks on him, you know. <laughs> and and one was uh he was good friends with uh Peyton Manning. And we were playing at the Riverbend Festival. This has been about 2007, so this a couple, several years ago yeah. when I was 18. You know, I'm yeah. <laughs> 25 yeah. now, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So
0: many- that's good. I'm glad you remembered your age. That means you're not getting older. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: right. And so uh, that's, so he, he calls us – we're playing the Riverbend Festival in Chattanooga. You know, and uh, the the tradition is, is that the artist parks on the other side of the river. They take a, a little boat over to the stage – And the stage is literally right by the dock and it goes up about a hundred feet because the people on the other side, you know, it goes straight down at the bottom of the stage. So they're pretty much on this, on this road that leads, you know, it's probably about 50 yards in front of you. It's really weird setup, But anyway, Blake comes over for sound check. That's what I loved about him because he would always do sound check with us. And uh, he says, Hey guys, Peyton's coming to town, you know, go get some memorabilia and he'll sign it for you. And I had some friends uh, coming in from ohio and i called him i said bring me a football you know peyton Manny's coming they're like no no kidding you know i'm like no kidding and <laughs> and so uh you know when i got done with south check i had my mountain bike on the tractor trailer and so i would take my mountain bike out and i'd just start riding just to kind of get away from everything you know
0: yeah
3: but i'll talk to people i'll talk to people from the venue and i was talking to this elderly lady in the in lunch hall and she says you know what peyton was supposed to come but he just opened a new uh uh blue chair ray uh some new uh wine or something he has something that he just started right and and he couldn't he's not going to be able to come in and so uh i found this out but nobody else knew and so i signed this football number 69 clayton panning <laughs> and uh next day i we we rolled up and we're in louisiana somewhere playing and I knock on Blake's bus because he was on a different bus. He had two buses and a tractor trailer. He had the band bus and he had his bus and then he had a tractor trailer. And that's all we had. Now he probably has 20 buses and, you know, 50 tractor trailers. But that's funny. So I walk over to his bus and knock on his door. And here comes Blake he says, hey, Tim, what's up? I said, dude, you're never going to believe us. And I'm cradling this football, you know. Right. I said, dude, Peyton Manning showed up. He's like, "No oh, shit. You know, and I'm like, yeah, man. And uh, I, I was like, you told us to get some, you know, stuff for him inside. He's like, yeah, I did. I said, well, you know, you got done with the show. You were taking the boat back to your bus. And I said, Peyton and I yelled for you, but I guess the motor was too loud. You know, and I said, I got this football, man. And I said, he signed it for me, but I want to give it to you as a gift. He's like, man, that's really cool. I said, it's no problem, man. So I gave it to him, you know, and he looked at this. He looked at this football and I ain't gonna tell you what he called me, but he called me a son of a you know what.
2: <laughs> and uh
3: so that's one of the pranks that I got uh, Blake on.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a big prankster, isn't he? Yeah,
3: oh, man. Oh, I could tell you some stories. I don't know if we could put them all on here, but I'll tell you one real quick. Uh he the I was in the middle bunk, you know, and and you can't put your head up, you know what I mean? Uh the bunks aren't that high. And so he he snuck in one morning. And the uh, guitar player was across from me, and I heard some commotion going on and I, I opened my curtain on my bunk and they were messing with uh, the guitar player at the time and Blake literally put his hand on his midsection and the guitar player lifted his head real quick and just knocked the crap out of his head on the top of the bunk and I mean oh, wow. you, you could see the little bird swirling around oh, my that goodness. was Blake you know that's what that's what Blake did, man
0: yeah i can see it i can see
3: it <laughs> i was like dude if you ever did that like i said you'd be dead but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. no well, no my friend you know well tim but there's there's a couple stories for you i think we got yes, a,
0: a time to play another one of your songs um which yeah. one would you like for us to play
3: you know uh why don't you play highland county okay and, and you can find that, uh, that's on YouTube as well. I'll send you the link uh, so we can hear that and, and you can share that with everybody because I know you're going to play it here in a minute.
0: I will. I'll but I'll share the it. link
3: with you and uh, play that. And that's got Ben Skill singing on uh, with me and, and that's one off the Bluegrass Records. So we'll All right.
0: Out. Well, Tim, we're going to let you go after this, but uh, we have kind of run out of time, but it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Definitely. And thank you for sharing the story uh, about uh highland county I c i can't wait to hear it here in just a moment uh can you give us your uh uh you know your instagram and all those handles and stuff like that where they can find you
3: yeah so if you go to tim dot com uh t i m m c d o n a l d band b a n d dot com i've got all of those handles at the bottom which makes it real easy facebook twitter all that stuff you can just click on those it'll send you there. Uh, my music's on iTunes, Spotify. It's on pretty much every, you know, media market. I go through CD Baby, and so it kind of just they give it to everybody. Awesome. Uh So if you just if you Google it, you know, just like Browninger's music, you can you can you can find it, you know. Yeah. So it's all right there on the
0: website. Well, bud, it's been a pleasure. Yes, Tim, and thank
1: you so much, my good friend. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Catching up with you was such a blessing uh, and fun. Can't wait for you to come over though. Like I said, and hang out. Yeah, no, we've been friends
3: for a long time. You know, people don't really know that, but you know, uh, we were friends. uh, You know, when when you guys just started dating, and and I don't, you know, you were just kind of getting into the uh, getting serious in the music. I know you're a serious (laughs) musician, but you know, getting into it as a uh, as a full-time thing. Yeah, so definitely. It's, it's great to watch everything that you've done and, and just to see the leaps and bounds.
1: Oh, you're sweet. And, and
3: I know Tony, your husband, is is just such a great supporter. And it's, it's good that you all work and, and do that as a team because
0: it Appreciate
3: definitely... That. You know, definitely. Uh, it, it, well, I, well I you're going to be it, on so the interview you know,
0: here, man. You don't, you don't have to keep playing. You don't have to pay us any more money. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> hey, well, let me let me get PayPal. that fix. It's
3: like you know, <laughs>
0: There ain't no money involved, guys. <laughs> no, we just want
3: kidding. you all them. No oh, okay. Every time I say a compliment, it send you ten bucks. <laughs>
0: right. Ding, 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 ding. Woo, here yep, comes. there you all go. right. All right.
3: Hey, and alive. I'm going broke these days, man. I keep quit calling my friends.
0: <laughs> that's funny. All right, Tim. you need
1: to you write have... a song on that one. Tim, you and I, I'm going broke yeah, these days.
0: Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll write something. Yeah. All right. Well, that's we would Tim talk McDonald, to you soon. And you can find him on those uh handles there he gave us at the uh right there at the end and we'll we'll put him again on our uh post that y'all can get those shows and Tim, you have a great uh Thanksgiving. Oh, anything you want to be thankful for before we leave?
3: Man, I'm thankful for friends like you.
0: Awesome. That's uh, too
3: and y'all helped me get my music out. And y'all are also great friends. And so I'm, that's what I'm thankful for.
0: We appreciate uh, it. Well, thank you for being on our show. That's what I'm thankful yes, for. that's right. Sing, sing, bit- sing,
3: sing, sing, sing. Did you get your Venmo?
0: I don't know. I just sent it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a good one. And we'll, uh, All right. you guys, that's Tim McDonald. And, uh, we'll be right back after his song. All
3: right. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: You too. You too.
3: All right. Bye-bye.
2: I'm sending you this letter With no return address I know you raised me right Taught me your best But a man's gotta be a man When someone's done him wrong And when the time is right I'll be home and i county, and I'm county where you've watched me grow the seeds of life I've sowed, but now I'm on. county but now you've found the money I've tucked away inside and if you dry teardrops I hope to say goodbye but don't feel sorry for me I've got peace deep inside. This letter finds me alive
0: that was highland county by the tim mcdonald band and want to thank tim for being on our show today yes Uh, want to thank our uh sponsors
1: yes and i want to say a huge thank you to my executive label mr quest cross and the team
0: Fifty Fifty global music and then uh Art19 Bartlesman Group for sponsoring the show and Sony Music and The Orchard Publishing. Sony Entertainment, Sony ATV. And our big sponsor, uh, Sony Bravia TV.
1: Yes. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Thank you and happy, happy Thanksgiving this week. Be blessed. And we will be back next week.
0: Again, this is Bronnie, the Authentic Jazz Artist Podcast.